to Inner Bloom, a podcast about how to live a happier, healthier, more harmonious life as you learn how to work with the universe, reconnect with your intuition, and bloom from within. I'm Alexa, a writer, producer, and EFT practitioner with a passion for all things metaphysical. And with me is my friend and co-host, Ambie. I'm Ambie, a physical therapy assistant, mom of three, an intuitive medium who has been communicating with the spirit world since the age of five. Some might call it woo-woo, but from our perspective, anything is possible, and we intend to normalize the abnormal by sharing our own life experiences as well as intuitive insights, channeled material, wisdom from special guests, and any other resources we believe will help our souls expand and thrive. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Inner Bloom. I'm Alexa. That's Ambrosia. Hello. Hello. Welcome. Welcome <laughs> How are you? You're super sleepy. I'm doing, I'm doing good. How about you? We both right. sound like really low energy today. <laughs> well, it's a Sunday morning. Not our usual recording time. It's not a it's not a uh, weekday, so we're both kind yeah. of like out of it. Yeah. Well, I don't feel that. I feel pretty I decided I've been doing this this cleanse, but I decided yesterday to let myself have a little bit of coffee and I decided to let myself have a little bit of coffee today. So I feel you much more on my game than I usually do. That's good. My child decided to start a Starbucks in the house, and oh. so she was making coffee for everybody this morning. So I'm oh not God. mad about it. That's a dream come true for you. You have a Starbucks really in your house, is. girl. I know. It really is. I'm not mad about it. You are manifesting like some big things these days. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. That almost made me spit at my coffee. Like awesome things that are happening during quarantine. We have a Starbucks in our house now. No big deal. I have my own barista. I have my own barista. Yeah. <laughs> what fun. was it? Just like regular coffee, or is she making? No, they making some I thought I had to make whipped coffee. Oh yeah, yeah, from TikTok. The TikTok coffee. She loves it too. It's like very fancy for her, so yeah. she's real excited about it, and yeah. she's doing a pretty good job, if I do say so myself. Oh, good. That's great. She also made me my Perium drink this morning, so that was nice. Is she like uh, looking for tips or just doing this out of the kindness of her heart? <sighs> I think it's probably for money. <laughs> we don't do a lot of things in this house for the kindness of our hearts. Right. <laughs> what? You're all money motivated. We're all money okay. motivated. Um, what's, uh, what's like a bit, what's like a lot of money for kids now? Like, I don't even know as it has, has the rate inflated with the times or like $5 is a lot for them. $5 is a lot. Why? Cause yeah. what can they buy with $5? Well, they could actually buy something with $5. Like with a dollar, you really can't buy anything. You like, could buy like one buy? 99 cent app. Right. Yeah. yeah. That's pretty much all you've got. Yeah. But with Riley, He's more savvy, so he's like, I'll mow the lawn for $30. And I'm like, damn. <laughs> damn. That's a lot of money. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, how much would you guy. pay a regular person to mow your lawn? Oh, much more. Much more yeah, than yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, so. yeah. What's the level of quality when Riley does it? Not to call Riley out, but like, is it comparable? Um. Well, I've never known anything different, so. Oh, okay. 
comparable to me, but we've yeah. never paid anybody to moat. Like, see, I would feel bad because then they probably would do a really good job. And then every time Riley would do it, I'd be like, you missed a spot. This is yeah. uneven. Yeah, 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 yeah. I want but my money's worth. My, yeah, he doesn't <laughs> criticize my meals, so I won't criticize his landscaping capabilities. So, yeah. But you got to respect him, though, for, uh, you know, like valuing his work. You know what's funny is that my friend was like, hey, I need I need some yard work done. If I paid Riley, he was going to pay him $100. Damn, to come son. Mow his, like come mow his lawn and like um he had to pull weeds and stuff and Riley was like, nah, I'm good. <laughs> and I'm like, you don't want a hundred dollars? And he's yeah. like, I'm 15. What am I gonna do with the money? I'm like, okay. Um, a lot of things. Oh my god, okay. when I was 15, I wanted money so bad. <laughs> That's what I was saying. I was like, damn, like I don't understand. He's like, I can't go anywhere. I'm in quarantine, I can't do anything. Does he I don't want to pull weeds all day? Does he have yeah. an Amazon account? No. Probably not because you'd have to pay for it. Yeah, no, he doesn't have an Amazon account. Well, that's why he doesn't want money because that's why when when Amazon you you find things to buy you, you look didn't even for things to buy. Yeah, <laughs> and then you wonder how did you live without this item? Mm-hmm. I genuinely think sometimes like the reason I love Amazon so much is because it literally is the closest thing I have to like instant manifestation. I just like think of something. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I-, I said this before on the podcast. I just like pull it out of the sky. I'm like, oh, I want that. And then it's on the doorstep. So great. Yeah. <laughs> Such a thrill. Oliver was looking up swords today because we were watching YouTube this morning and this guy has like a real sword he was slicing fruit with. So Oliver was trying to convince Real life us- fruit ninja. Do you know that app? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So he was trying to convince us to buy him a sword. And so Alex, oh yeah, it's never going to happen. But we were looking on Amazon for for swords. And then you're Alex, like, it's never going to happen. But while we were looking for swords, well, he can manif- I mean, good, good luck trying to manifest it. But um, Alex found these Wolverine claws that were real and he oh. wants them now. Yeah. And I was like, Jesus, this is this is not going well for yeah. me. That can't uh, – that that can't end poorly. Yeah, I know, right? It's fine. You touch me in the hospital with my child. Yeah, yeah just like – Have the Wolverine claw. Yeah. Jesus. Just projectile, like, talons. Real yeah. projectile talons can't go wrong. No. Um, with a bunch of kids and yeah. Exactly. <laughs> um, CPS is going to catch wind of this. yeah, yeah. Well, these days, I mean, I feel like there's a bunch of shit that people are doing that's just like, you know what? It's quarantine. I just, what do you want from us? Just keep them alive, okay? Yeah, 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 exactly. Or like, I don't even know if CPS, I mean, this is, I I hope they are, but like, are they even going into homes because of, you know, quarantine? Good question. I don't know. I feel like, I feel like hopefully they are in dire situations. Um, Kind of a little dark me there but yeah. yeah well uh I guess that's a kind of a transition into my into our topic for today um not really it's not that dark but it's a little more um serious of a topic I guess than we were just talking about but so this morning I woke up and I was sitting down and I started like writing little notes to myself I don't know if you guys do this but I write notes to myself in my phone when I get little downloads about things so I can just it helps me remember 
And something that's been coming up for me a bunch over the past couple weeks is just this heaviness around kind of being a human and, um, you know, feeling like there's things that you have happened in the past that you just, you have, they come up in waves and you have a hard time, like truly letting them go and forgiving yourself and forgiving if you've hurt, if you feel like you've hurt somebody in the past. Um, and I feel like this is a very human tendency to just be like, I'm a bad person, you know, like to Mm -hmm. feel that way. And, uh, and I'm sure it also has to do with just, you know, this ascension that we're going through and old, even past life stuff coming up. But in general, I feel like this is something that a lot of people can relate to. And for me, um, I've just, it's just been pretty strong the past couple of weeks. And I sat down this morning and I felt like I got this download, which was in response to it, which was like, you know what? You have to look at it like this. You are always playing a role. Like you're playing a role in your life and you're playing a role in others' lives. And in times when you feel like you've hurt somebody, yes, you might have hurt them, but that was all a part of your agreement together and part of your agreement as a role you were going to play for them. It really like goes back to that book, um, The Little Soul in the Sun. I think it mm. is The Soul in the Sun. I know you have that book in your room. Yeah. Maybe. Mm-hmm. yeah. The Little Soul in the Sun. The Soul yep. in the Sun. And um, it's about essentially, we've talked about it on this uh uh, actually, maybe we could. You have it in your room. Maybe you could read it. Yeah, you episode. want me to read it? Yeah, yeah. Let's. Well, let me go grab it. Hold on. Go grab it, and I'll keep explaining. So, oh, shit. The <laughs> the I think Ambie just tripped over something. So the the book is essentially uh, talking about how we have these soul contracts before we come into Earth and. Um, even, you know, when we hurt people, like that's also a contract because it helps people, it helps your soul expand basically. So before we read the book, Amy, I'm just going to like finish my thought here. Um, so anyway, I got this download that's like, you have to understand that you're constantly playing a role for other people and they're playing roles for you when they hurt you. They're playing a role for you because it really helps you dig deep into yourself and grow and understand things you want to understand. And that on the the broader perspective, you're actually playing, you're actually doing such a service to them, such a service, even though of course on the human level, we don't want to hurt anyone. You know, we're so sensitive. We don't want to hurt anyone that we love. And at the root, we love everyone. So it's really hard when on the from the human perspective we feel that we've hurt somebody and that's why i think it's so hard to forgive ourselves but the download i got today was like you played that role for those people and you served them because they expanded and now that role is done so you 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 now need to step out of that role because that role is not relevant to where you are now and now you step into this new role and guess what you're going to piss more people off and you're going to mm-hmm. you know you're going to inadvertently you're more conscious now but yes you will inadvertently hurt people and um you know, people will be bothered probably by things that you say or things that you believe or ways that you act. But what you must remember is that, especially moving forward now, is that if it feels authentic to you, if it feels like it's calling you, if it feels right to you and it inadvertently hurts someone else or or someone else is 
really um, upset by it that you love, take this broader perspective of saying, oh, I'm playing the role right now. I'm, I'm doing this thing that on a soul level I actually agreed to do is I'm, I'm the catalyst. I'm the igniter. I'm the expander. I'm the stirrer upper. I'm, I'm, I'm helping this other person or these other people expand, even if they're not conscious of it. And even if it's hard for me to be fully aware of it, to know and feel on a soul level that I'm just playing that part right now. And, um, and feel good that you're being of service, you know? Mm. Um, so I wanted to share that because it really helped me like let go in a new way uh, and feel more hopeful about the future because I think a part of me has been sensing, oh, like there's some big things coming and you're about to stir some shit up. And it's like to remember that, yeah, because it's a gift actually. It's a gift to those people that, you know, might be bothered, I guess. Um, so, Ambie, do you want to read The Little Soul in the Sun to us? Because it really I helps do, explain but this. Here's the thing. It is a big book. Let me show you how thick this book is, that it's front and back. I've read, I've read the book. It, it's a really thick book. Oh, do you want me to do you want me to like read the highlights or do you want me to read the whole thing? Story time with Ambi. I think start it and let's see because I, I genuinely think it'll go fast. Because I like the one part where they get the darkness. That's my ha- that's my favorite part. Okay. All right. Once upon no time, there was a little soul who said to God, I know who I am. And God said, That's wonderful. Who are you? And the little soul shouted, I am the light. God smiled a big smile. That's right, God exclaimed. You are the light. The little soul was so happy for it figured out what all the souls in the kingdom were there to figure out. Wow, said the little soul. That's really cool. But soon knowing who it was was not enough. The little full, this little soul felt stirrings inside and now wanted to be who it was. And so the little soul went back to God which was not a bad idea for all souls who wanted to be who they really are and said, hi, God, now that I know who I am, is it okay for me to be it? And God said, you mean you want to be who you already are? Well, replied the little soul, it's one thing to know who I am. It's another thing altogether to actually be it. I want to feel what it's like to be the light, but you already are the light, God replied, smiling again. Yes, but I want to see what it feels like, cried the little soul. Well, said God with a chuckle. I suppose I should have known. You always were the adventurous one. Then God's expressions changed. There's one thing. What? asked the little soul. Well, there's nothing else but the light. You see, I created nothing but what you are. And so there is no easy way for you to experience yourself as who you are, since there is nothing that you are not. Huh? said the little soul, who is now a little confused. Think of it this way, said God. You are a little candle in the sun. Oh, there are all, wait. Oh, you're all right. Okay. Along with a million kajillion other candles who make up the sun. And the sun would not be the sun without you. Nay, it would be a sun without one of its candles. 
and that would not be the sun at all, for it would not be, it would not shine as brightly. Yet how to know yourself as the light when you are amongst the light, that is the question. Well, the little soul perked up, you're God, think of something. Once more, God smiled. I already have, said God. Since you cannot see yourself as the light when you are in the light, we'll surround you with darkness. What's darkness? asked the little soul. God replied, it is that in which you are not. Will I be afraid of the dark? cried the little soul. Only if you choose to be, God answered. There is nothing really to be afraid of unless you decide that there is. You see, we are making it all up. You are pretending. Oh, said the little soul and felt better already. Then God explained that in order to experience anything at all, the exact opposite of it will appear. It is a great gift, said God, because without it, you could not know anything. what anything is like. <clears throat> you could not know warm without cold, up without down, fast without slow. You could not left, know left without right, here without there, now without then. And so God concluded, when you are surrounded with darkness, do not shake your fist and raise your voice and curse the darkness. Rather, be a light unto the darkness and don't be mad about it. Then you will know who you really are and all the others will know too. Your light, let your light so shine that everyone will know how special you are. You mean it's okay to let others see how special I am? Asked the little soul. Of course, God chuckled. It's very okay. But remember, special does not mean better. Everyone is special in their own way. Yet many others have forgotten that. They will see that it is okay for them to be special only when they see it is okay for you to be special. Wow, said the little soul, dancing and skipping, laughing and jumping with joy. I can be as special as I want to be. Yes, and you can start right now, said God, who is dancing and skipping, laughing and playing right along with the little soul. What part of special do you want to be? What part of special, the little soul replied. I don't understand. Well, God exclaimed, explained, being the light is being special. And being special has a lot of parts to it. It is special to be kind. It is special to be gentle. It is special to be creative. It is special to be patient. Can you think of any other ways to be special? The little soul quietly sat for a moment. I can think of lots of other ways to be special. The little soul then exclaimed. It is special to be helpful. It is special to be sharing. It is special to be friendly. It is special to be considerate of others. Yes, God agreed. And you can be all of those things or any part of special you wish to be at that moment. And that's what it means to be the light. I don't know why I'm reading this like you can see the pages. Because <laughs> yeah, like, you're treating me like a kid. I'm like, yeah, I'm so in it. <laughs> okay, okay, hold on. Let me take a sip of water. It's funny. You're doing a good job listening, Alexa. Thanks. I know what it, 
I know what I want to be. I know what I want to be, the little soul announced with great excitement. I want to be the part of a special called Forgiving. Isn't it special to be forgiving? Oh, yes, God assured the little soul. It is very special. Okay, said the little soul. That's what I want to be. I want to be forgiving. I want to experience myself as that. Good, said God. But there is one thing you should know. The little soul was becoming a bit impatient now. It always seems as though there were more complications. What is it? The little soul sighed. There is no one to forgive. No one? The little soul could hardly believe what he had been what had been said. No one. God replied. Everything I have made is perfect. There is not a single soul in all creation that is less perfect than you. Look around. It was then the little soul realized a large crowd had gathered. Souls had come far and wide from all over the kingdom for the word that had gone forth that the little soul was having this extraordinary conversation with God and everyone wanted to hear what they were saying. Looking at the countless other souls gathered there, the little soul had to agree. No one appeared less wonderful, less magnificent, or less perfect than the little soul itself. Such was the wonder of the souls gathered around, and so bright was their light that the little soul could scarcely uh, gaze upon them. I don't know. Who then to forgive, asked God. Boy, this is going to be no fun at all, grumbled the little soul. I wanted to experience myself as the one who forgives. I wanted to know what that part of special felt like. And the little soul learned what it means to feel to be sad. But then a friendly soul stepped forward from the crowd. Not to worry, little soul, the friendly soul said. I will help you. You will? The little soul brightened up. But what can you do? Why, I can give you someone to forgive. You can? Certainly, chirped the friendly soul. I can come into your next lifetime and do something for you to forgive. I have goosebumps. Mm, me too. But why? Why would you do that? The little soul asked. You are a being of such utter perfection. You who vibrate with such a speed that creates light so bright that I can hardly gaze upon you. What could you cause? Uh, wait. What could cause you to want to slow down your vibration to such a speed that your bright light would become dark and dense? What could cause you who are so bright that you dance upon the stars and move through the kingdom with the speed of your thought to come into my life and make yourself so heavy that you could do this bad thing? Simple, the friendly soul said. I would do it because I love you. The little soul seemed surprised at the answer. Don't be amazed, said the friendly soul. You have done the same thing for me. Don't you remember? Oh, we have danced together, you and I, many times. Through the eons and across the ages, we have danced. Across all time and in many places, we have played together. You just don't remember. We have both been all of it. We have been the up and the down of it, the left and the right of it. We have been the here and the there of that, the now and the then of it. We have been the male, the female, the good, the bad, 
we have been the victim and the villain of it all. Thus, we have come together, you and I, many times before, each bringing the other the exact and perfect opportunity to express and experience who we really are. And so, the friendly soul explained a little further, I will come into your next lifetime and be the bad one. I will do something really terrible, and then you can experience yourself as the one who forgives. But what will you do, the little soul asked, just a little nervously. What, uh, what will be so terrible? Oh, replied the friendly soul with a twinkle. We'll think of something. Then the friendly soul seemed to turn serious and said in a quiet voice, You are right about one thing you know. What is that? The little soul wanted to know. I will have to slow down my vibration and become very heavy to do this not-so-nice thing. I will have to pretend to be something very unlike myself. And so I, I beg you one favor to ask in return. Anything, anything, cried the little soul and began to dance and sing. I get to be the forgiving one. Then the little soul saw the friendly soul was remaining very quiet. What is it? The little soul asked. What can I do for you? You are such an angel to be willing to do this for me. What can I do for you? Sorry, turning the page. Of course, this friendly soul is an angel. God interrupted. Everyone is. Always remember, I have sent you nothing but angels. And so the little soul wanted one more than ever to know the, the grant, the friendly soul's request. What can I do for you? The little soul asked again. In the moment that I strike you and smite you, the friendly soul replied, in the moment that I do the worst to you that you, you could possibly imagine, in that very moment, yes, the little soul interrupted. The friendly soul became quieter still. Remember who I really am. Oh, I will, cried the little soul. I promise. I will always remember you as I see you right here and right now. Good, said the friendly soul, because you see, I will have been pretending so hard, I will have forgotten myself. And if you do not remember me as I really am, I may not be able to remember for a very long time. And if I forgot who I am, you may even forget who you are, and we will both be lost. Then we will need another soul to come along and remind us both of who we are. No, we won't, the little soul promised again. I will remember you. And I will thank you for bringing me this gift, the chance to experience myself as who I really am. And so the agreement was made. And the little soul went forth into the new lifetime, excited to be the light, which was called the very special thing, forgiveness. And the little soul waited anxiously to be able to experience itself as forgiveness and to thank whatever other soul made it possible. And all the moments in the next, in that new lifetime, whenever a new soul appeared on the scene, whether that new soul brought joy or sadness, and especially if it brought sadness, the little soul thought of what God had said. Always remember God had smiled. I have sent you nothing but angels. That's mm. the end. That's the end. That's it. That 
it was so beautifully read. And thank you, Ambi, for reading that. I loved it. And I, it just like even, first of all, you did such a good job. And second of all, I, I just love, I, I haven't really read that story through in a while. And I just, I love it even more. Like it's just, I feel like it really emphasized this download I got and brought it full circle of like, and I was thinking about it in relation to my own life, how like, I love thinking of things that way. I love thinking of that higher perspective of like, because it it makes me feel like, yeah, like, like again, coming back to this, um, this idea of service, you know, mm. it's so hard mm-hmm. for us to think that we've hurt somebody. It's so hard for us to think we've done something wrong. And so to remember that not that you want to intentionally go out there and cause chaos or cause pain. It's not that. It's just that when that occurs, instead of feeling I'm a bad human and making it hard for you to go on, you know, and live your fullest life, remembering that you were you were playing a role, you were fulfilling an agreement on a higher level and that ultimately it's all done from love. Mm, Yeah. And I think that it's, I feel like sometimes it's hard for people to forgive each other. (sighs) Like if you're on the other end of it too, not only the villain, you know, but I think sometimes it would be really hard to forgive someone depending upon their action, you know, because you have just that focus of this is what happened. But I like that book. Um, And it's a play on – what is it? It's – It's um, a summarization or a children's version of Conversations with God by Neil Diamond Walsh. Donald Walsh. Jesus Christ. Anyway, it's um, a children's version of that. And so, and that material was supposedly channeled, uh, the Conversations with God. So, it's really interesting that concept of just the whole concept behind it, right? And like where you know, the idea of where it came from instead of the concept that we have been brought up with in, like, traditional religion. Mm -hmm. Um, I like it much better. I will tell you guys, though, that if you read it to children, they will fall asleep. I just want you to know that. (laughs) They're Because they're like, I already know. (laughs) This is the first time I have read it all the way through, to be honest with you. Oh, yeah. That's not – that's for someone else. I mean, I've read it, like, when we first got it. But – yeah. No, I think it's it's such beautiful material and it brings so much peace. And I think that's the thing is like we're moving out of this idea of like that's a bad person and like this person yeah. fucked me and like this whole kind of finger pointing blame, although like a lot of that's still going on, right? And it will continue on mm-hmm. some level and some reality and some space of our yeah, universe. But, you know, we're really starting to leave these ideas behind and open up to new ideas of like, you know, what if we could just bring so much more love like and realize we're all just humans and we're all constantly, you know, 
saying things and doing things and just, just acting from our humanness and that even that comes from a place. I mean, I've had so many more conversations recently with people about even opening up to like, well, why, like, why do people who do bad things, why even terrible things, even murder, even things like that, why do they do them? Well, if you look back, you know, oftentimes you can very clearly find that they've had a really effed up life. Like they've been abused. They've been, you know, uh, like brainwashed or manipulated or told they're terrible or like, you know, they've had terrible experiences, which end up in them enacting terrible things on the world. And so it's, it's not that like, this idea that like, oh, people are just bad out of nowhere. They just, you know, they're Mm. just evil. Mm -hmm. I don't believe that. I I just don't. I really believe that like if hurt people hurt people. And I can even say that for myself. It's like I look back in the times that I hurt people and I'm like, oh, I was really hurting then. Like I was really like in pain and I didn't know how to deal with it. So yeah. So I Mm -hmm. think that we're, we're moving we're becoming more understanding of it doesn't mean that like you get to murder someone and get away with it or like you you get to murder right. someone and everything's all good or anything like that like you still have to be accountable for your actions but i think that it's we're moving into a space in society where it's like you know if you do something wrong okay um be accountable to your actions, but also there's there's starting to be more empathy and compassion around like what's going on with you that you would do such mm-hmm. a thing. And it reminds mm-hmm. me real quick of that. Um, there's this like thing I've seen on Facebook many times. There's this tribe in Africa that when a member of the tribe does something uh, wrong, like instead of a instead of abandoning them and excluding them from society and um, like, you know, which is what we've tended to do in society is like, oh, you're a bad person and we push them to the outskirts, which just makes it worse, you know, which just makes their condition worse. This tribe in Africa um, brings, like will uh, circle around them and will like sing to them and tell them like, I think it's something like when they were born, this person gets a song. Like there's a song that comes that is uh, created around their birth. And so when this person in the tribe does something wrong, the tribe will gather around them and sing the song to them over and over and over and over again until they like remember who they are, basically. They will surround them with love. And I think that's such mm-hmm. a beautiful um, thing to strive for, you know? With society yeah. and with relationships and with wrong and right situations. I mean, I I agree with that, but I also truly feel like you can only help people that are conscious of it, of what's going on totally. and how they want to fix. And so if you're in, just in my opinion, if you're like in a physically or emotionally abusive relationship, I feel like thinking that well, I understand that this person is, you know, a little soul and they, they have light and all of that. If they're not willing to change, then it does empower you to walk away. It does empower you. It does benefit you to leave the situation yes. um, if you're being harmed. But I agree with you. I think that I think that people hurt people hurt people. And Um, In our society, it hasn't always been acceptable to say when you're hurt, Mm -hmm. especially for men. 
which is very heartbreaking that I think we're moving out of that, out of that idea that boys don't cry, that you have to like deal with it. Um, What I found is how many police officers are truly hurting and the statistics behind it is really heartbreaking, but it's hopefully now that we've moved into more of acceptance for men, you know, seeking mental health therapy and seeking different forms of therapy, hopefully the next is like the, the super masculine man of like the police, uh, the police officer and the firefighter, like different, different roles like that, where it's like a hyper masculinity. Um, So that way that they, when they experience those traumas, they can receive help for it instead of, you know, hurting themselves or anything like that, because it is, it is something that I personally would like to see change that I would like to see moving into a different acceptance of who they are and even if it's accepting like the awful things that they've done you know mm-hmm. um but but go ahead what are you gonna say well I was just gonna say exactly but like that's the thing it's like acceptance I, I feel like from my personal perspective acceptance for what you've done it's it's so hard it's so hard when you care so much about people especially when you're such a sensitive person it's, and mm-hmm. I think a lot of people are very sensitive people, even if they don't uh, appear to be. Mm-hmm. It's so hard to accept that you've hurt somebody, that you've negatively affected somebody else's life. And so for me, what I'm realizing is I need this broader perspective. I need to understand, like, this is how I, this is what helps me accept, is understanding on a soul level, these are parts and roles that have been agreed to be played. And mm-hmm. the part in the book where it's like, oh, don't act surprised that I'm um, agreeing to do this for you because you've done it for me in a different lifetime and we've danced together many lifetimes going back and forth and back and forth and back and forth. And I like feel that on a deep level and it makes me, it, it genuinely makes me feel like, okay, I can better accept this. I can better accept that you know, um, my lifetime was never supposed to be perfect. I was never supposed to be this perfect being. I was supposed to have these, uh, kind of different dynamics and different kind of little dramas play out. And that was a part of growth. And now I'm in a, a point where I think that drama is done. That specific drama is done. And now there's new like little dramas that are playing out, new aspects mm-hmm. that I wanted to grow and that other people want new areas that needed growth. And, you know, I really want to bring it back around to uh, and wrap it up probably on this so we can share some things we want to share. But, um, you know, as we move into this new age and this new uh, wave and this new evolution of our society and what society looks like. Um, And as we become more intuitive and as we like share more of our gifts, realizing, because I know that there's a lot of you and I feel it too, that are afraid, like what's going to happen when I share my gifts? I'm going to piss my family off. I'm going to, you know, uh, ruffle 
feathers with existing relationships. I'm gonna uh, say things that other people don't believe in. The general public might come for me. You know, like stuff like that, like fears come up. And I think that this is a really good um, thing to remember as you move forward is that, um, yeah, like I said in the beginning, yeah, like you are going to ruffle feathers. You're not going to go through the rest of your life being perfect or avoiding any sort of conflict or like contrast. But what you can do is remember that any contrast that does come up that was an agreement that you had, even if it was with people you never meet in real life. You have an agreement with the the collective to r- mm-hmm. rile them up and ruffle their feathers and expand their mind and get them upset. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. If that's what happens. And to feel satisfied that when that happens, when you receive that back, to know, okay, I'm doing what I said I was going to do, you know? I'm doing what feels right to me and I'm doing what I said I would do. I'm fulfilling my part of this agreement and I can at least feel good about that. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. I mean that, I have nothing to, I think that's a beautiful ending for the conversation that we're having. (laughs) Okay, great. Well, on that note, um, we have in a week in Atlantis, year long mastermind. It is called Awaken Atlantis and it's a year long mastermind for intuitives and light workers and healers who um, are ready to share, develop their gifts and share their gifts with the world in a big, big way. Um, big you know, way. Yeah, everyone who's involved in this um, mastermind so far is like really committed to going in. We're halfway full and uh, we're starting June 1st. And um, so we're looking for people who are really wanting to do this, who are feeling mm-hmm. like, you know, whatever they're experiencing in their life right now, it's just, it's just not, it's not what they want to be experiencing. They, or maybe, you know, you have a gift, but you don't exactly know how to use it yet. And you know, you want to share it with the world, but you don't exactly know how to do that. Or Mm -hmm. you want like a community to support you in doing that. That's what this is all about. So, um, if this is something that calls to you, reach out to us. Let's have a conversation. We're being very protective over this group and, you know, making sh- very sure that whoever enters it is definitely right. the right fit and is committed. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, it's been beautiful to see who's enrolled already. And uh, we're really looking forward to seeing who fills out the last few spots. So send us a message. We'll have a convo. Um, what else, Ambie? Um, yes, I love that idea. Also, sidebar, side note, um, I was looking up Atlantis stuff last night, mm-hmm. and they have actually found pretty close to scientific evidence that Atlantis did exist. Cool. Yeah, like underground stuff? Mm-hmm. Like underground stuff. They found the five rings that claim that, and it's where, like, all the things line up from different text. Anyway, really interesting. Thought that was cool. Two, also they theorized that a tsunami hit it, which is mm. what I was saying. Okay. Yeah. That makes sense because um, when we did the Atlantis episode, it was like – it was it was like – I feel like they were saying like a meteor or something hit and then water, it sunk, right? Mm-hmm. That yeah, makes the sense. Yeah, coming in. So, mm-hmm. yeah, so they theorized that um, a tsunami hit it. Um, anywho – I thought that was pretty cool. Like that's that is cool. Evidence. 
Um, but what was I going to say? I have a workshop that I'm doing on the 30th of this month, May, and it's going to be a smaller version of my class that I teach, Grow Your Gifts. We're going to go over psychic development, mediumship development, um, protection, grounding, things like that. And it's only $90. If you are interested, you can private message me, Matthews 14 at Gmail, or um, you could just go to my website and it's under book a session with me. Awesome. Woo woo. Um, and I want to share too, I am booked out for private sessions, for private EFT sessions for the rest yes. of this month for May. Um, and starting to be into the week of first week of June, actually. So I've been having this special 111 discount for my private sessions. Um, but that is going to, I'm, that's done uh, after, like, if by the end of May, I'm changing it back to my regular rates. Um, so, um, which are going to be 145. So, um, this 111 discount is only available if you book through the end of May. So um, if that's something you want to take advantage of, uh, definitely check that out. Um, and I also want to share that if you want to have regular tapping in your life, but you don't necessarily want to make the full like private session investment, I have a tapping Patreon. I tap every week, uh, every Wednesday. Um, and we put all the taps in like a library. So you get access to all the taps from each week and we tap on a different issue each week. And it's been really fun to, to tap with you guys in this way and meet new people. So, um, you can also check that out in the show notes as well. Uh, oh, and the last thing that we should mention probably is, uh, I think it was on the last episode we mentioned that we're doing a cleanse, Yay! A a 30-day transformation uh, to count down my wedding, which is August 8th. So I guess we said last time this is going to start July 7th, right, Mm Ambie? 7-7. Yes, ma'am. 7-7. So if that's something you want to get in on with us, we're going to like set up a private Facebook group and do a whole thing this time. Um, And uh, and yeah, so if that's something you want to get in on, if you want to cleanse your body, if you've been feeling inflamed in your body, if you've just been feeling like not well when you eat or you just want to, you know, like shed extra unnecessary weight, this is a really good way to do it. But it's also a really good way to clean your body and revitalize your energy. And uh, and uh, yeah, I actually did a TikTok on how you can hold I, – I, th- I think I shared this on the podcast, but I've been seeing these diagrams about how you can hold literally like 20 pounds of like poop literally in your intestines, which is that's insane. insane. And yeah. that's – and that – I've been feeling that. And that's what I think it like makes your belly like protrude. I think that's why so many Americans in particular, we have these like protruding – bellies because our our intestines and our guts are just like inflamed and like carrying so much toxic waste basically Mm. so that's why it's really helpful to clean out your to do cleanses and clean out your intestines and your gut um because that way things can move through more smoothly and uh you know until the next time you have to cleanse so uh, check out our show notes for information on that. If you want to join us, uh, there's a link and there's a 25% uh, off uh, coupon code for our listeners exclusively. Yay. Um, yay. 
All right. I think that's it. That's it. That's it. That's all she wrote. Uh, We love you guys so much. And uh, till next time, keep on blooming. Bye, everybody. Bye. If you've enjoyed this podcast, we would love, love, love it if you would give us a rating and review on Apple iTunes or wherever you get your podcast. If you'd like to get in touch for a reading with Ambi, an EFT session with Alexa, or just to say what up, we would love to hear from each and every one of you. And you can email us at innerbloompodcast at gmail.com or follow us on Instagram and Facebook at innerbloompodcast. Until next time, remember, open your heart to the seeds of love and light and bloom from within.